2: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, you're listening to the Adventure and on W4CY. Three. 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 Four. 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 America! It's time for the Adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY.com, West Palm Beach's number one internet radio station. Here's your host, the Pipe Man. And here we are, one of the best parts of the Adventures of Pipe Man. This is where we take a journey into your soul. And find some solutions right here with Beth Lynch and here she is hello how'd you like that one
1: I like it it's good solutions
2: solutions you know I have to add it to my dictionary because you know otherwise it keeps trying to change it
1: <laughs> oh exactly Yeah. and correct it correct the spelling
2: yeah well that's why I think people need to pay attention because You know, just because you have autocorrect doesn't mean it's right. You know, and there's there's sometimes you put words there. If the dictionary recognizes it as a word, it's not going to correct you and it could be the wrong word.
1: Oh, we've all done that with some pretty interesting words. I'm sure I know I have.
2: (laughs) Well, I want to know why if you type out the F word, it wants to autocorrect it to duck. I think that's I think that's being very prejudiced towards ducks.
1: <laughs> I think it's uh, uh, yeah. I think it was. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. It should be <laughs> capitalized. If anything,
2: when we're when we're putting that word in, we mean business, right? Capitalized with a, with a few exclamation points and, and all those like signs. You know, when 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 you have typed out, uh, why is it that typed out curse words are just a bunch of symbols?
1: Well, it's well now that's interesting because the what I was thinking about when I'm doing my thing and I'm connecting people to their loved ones in spirit, and you have someone over there who f bombed on earth, they certainly f bomb in a channeling, which sometimes takes people back for a second, but then they go, That's them for sure, because they know they would f bomb in you know when they would talk to them anyway. So I kind of laugh because it's really if the spirit world doesn't mind the f bomb in heaven, we can f bomb. And why can't we F-bomb down here?
2: Well, there you go. <laughs>
1: I just think it's funny because I've seen that. I've Well, I've done it long enough to know that they will F-bomb. And if I hear the F-bomb, I have to say the F-bomb. And, you know, it always lightens up the session a little, but it brings in a true personality. And it happens probably daily. <laughs>
2: well, you know, you know what's interesting about that is because I feel that in – Today's day and age, I think about it a lot of what is considered the norm now was considered unacceptable when I was a teenager. And even interesting, you should say that, because as somebody who since I'm 11 years old has listened to and gone to Tony Robbins seminars, I was like flabbergasted recently because I listened to one of his newer ones and he used the F word like, I can't even tell you countless times. I don't remember him ever using the F word before. So, but you know what? On the same token, somebody would view it as you're viewing it. And that is that he's just being real.
1: Being real. Yeah. And that's what made him, I think that, and you know, maybe in his past, he didn't really feel the comfort of the word or didn't want to, you know, shock anyone. But being real is really what expands and, illuminates and creates abundance so you know you use like the him. key
2: word by the way that pertains to right now which is what i think we should talk about today
1: what do you know that?
2: which word that was
1: no i don't because i said a few of them <laughs> you have to uh-huh. tell
2: me <laughs> oh, i'm trying to see if you can
1: abundance nope
0: <laughs> that was the last one i think
2: <laughs> shock like oh. i think that's what 2020 is we're just living in a perpetual state of shock. Because as soon as we think, there couldn't be something more shocking, then there it is.
1: Yeah, and it's been across the board on everything, hasn't it? And you know, I see it on personal levels with Sessions you know, just people going through this shock or they find out something in the family and it's a shock and everything's a shock. And then, you know, the news is a shock. And yeah, it's, well, think about the word shock energetically. It's like a wake-up call. Yeah. You know, and that's funny because when I was um, driving, this morning I had to run an errand, and I was thinking, I wonder what me and Dean will talk about today. And I was thinking, well, you know, everybody just needs to wake up. And I said, well, the word isn't wake up; the word is awaken. That has a whole yes. different frequency to it. And it's interesting because when we're shocked, don't we wake up, or in other words, awaken ourselves yeah. to something that we have to now adjust to, or align with, or or change.
2: I'm glad change. you brought up about vocabulary because I'm big about that. I was just talking about that with somebody uh, I'm associated with in, in work about that vocabulary, that inner vocabulary, you know, it, you you can change one word and it can change the whole meaning of something. So I, I use it in all aspects of life. Okay. So if you're doing a sales pitch for a potential customer, One word changed from that sales pitch can totally change the whole meaning of the whole sales pitch. And then as far as our inner vocabulary to ourselves, we can totally change our whole state of mind or whole spirituality by the verbalization that we give inside our own head.
1: Well, you just said a lot right there. And everybody's head is different. So, you know, you can look at the, the way things are and everybody's in... I think we can have contrast and not conflict. Maybe there's another vocab word. Well, that's
2: where we were. That's where we used Mm -hmm. to be. And now, it just happened to me, I think, yesterday. Like, I am the type of person that on social media, you have to go really, really, really far for me to block you. Like, And I think everybody is going really, really, really far these days. I got to the point from it going on so long that yesterday I was like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't have that policy. Maybe from now on somebody just comes on and is nasty. They're just blocked immediately. They don't get any more chances. And, and and I always say that because this is really where we've come to. It's like how long can you keep giving people chances to be civil? I mean, why do we have to live in this constant world of conflict in our own head the same reason I don't want to watch the news like what's the point these people sit in front of the news 24 hours a day there's nothing positive that comes out of that
1: nothing you know it's it's funny you bring that up it's just we're just flowing right into one thing to the next but it all connects because I was at the gym this morning and I was on the treadmill and I'm the news about the rioting came in after people were at a... You know, the supporters were doing their thing. And then the the uh, other people came in and did, you know, rioting and got aggressive or whatever. And I was just... I couldn't even I mean I could see it cuz there's like eight screens so I could I was catching it down at the far end and it just inside just made me so angry and I I kind of just went man it takes so much to get me to that point and I'm so over this I'm so over the ignorance of what people are doing and it's like this group consciousness that it whatever group we're talking about it isn't just them you know it's whoever group consciousness in low frequency or in in fear or in anger or in in contrast, not in contrast, but in conflict with other beliefs, getting so angry. Don't they see how ridiculous they actually are? But they are dangerous. You know, they're dangerous. And it's, it's, that's a shock to me that we're even at this point, because I think it shows our unevolution of who we are as a species. Of course, not all of us, but the people that we see, you know, anger and fear is, is what it drives such, emotion and to be that aggressive i don't know it's
2: well you know what we're learning right now here's what we're learning right now that is that we're finally seeing the people that truly are about the peace love and happiness and and i bring that up because i find that a lot of the peace love happiness people are the ones that are being violent and it's like I've always believed that violence does not cure violence or hatred. It just creates more violence and hatred, you know? And so it kind of boggles my mind that there's so many people out there that are so hating the people that are the haters that they're willing to stoop to the the level that they are judging against.
1: Yeah. And you know, when you, if you look at it, it all looks like there's such a reflection. Like if there's, you know, speaking for the the peace and the, and the you know, and the love, it, it, they're a quarter of that if they're behaving like, you know, ignorance. Ignorance is, according to the spirit world, which I agree with, the ignoring of higher truth or the ignoring of a higher understanding. So if we ignore it and we, the emotions fuel, you know, anger, fear, and then action comes from that, then what are we doing? We're, act, we're ignorant, You know, I had someone get very angry in my own uh, community, a lot of political stuff going on in my little town. And um, somebody who's very, um, (laughs) I don't know what we would call him, Uh, maybe all that peace and love stuff. (laughs) I'm all peace and love, but he isn't. Well, anyways, he said to me something about calling him ignorant. I said, no, I didn't call you ignorant. I said, there is an ignoring of higher truth in the consciousness of many people in their world today. But he heard he was ignorant. So well, I had a lot that, of that's, so tip- that's so typical yeah. today. And yeah. I'm like, I don't even know where you're getting that. If I wanted to call you that, I would have, but I didn't. Because you know I, mean? I don't, that's not what I was even feeling. I was feeling to educate. And that's what I said. And he just, he got irate. But he would be one of those, you know, writing and that, what's going on right now in Atlanta. He'd be one of those for sure. He'd be one of those.
2: I, I just don't get what it solves. The, I mean, it doesn't we, solve anything. we need to be united. We need to just love each other and be and be unique and united at the same time. I don't understand why that's such an issue.
1: Because and the issue is that is the quote I heard many 15 over 15 years ago. You have evolved as a species technically, but not spiritually. So we've advanced in so many ways And now, and spiritually, you know, when you understand what the spirit really is, and I think this is something that people don't get, is it's your intuition, which is your survival mechanism, it's your creativity, it's your compassion, it's your communication, it's your coping skills, and it's your connection to, you know, a timelessness or an eternal, you know, essence. So when we're separate from that energy or source, we're just dangling, we're dangling off a rooftop. And, you know, everybody's degree is their own, but you can't be without that. And I think, honestly, our species has gotten so far away from understanding what the spirit really is that... Um, that's the day that's why we're in such a dangerous place we're in such separation it is just amazing but it begins with ourselves first you know if you're not compassionate toward yourself you're not going to be compassionate to another human being you know it's just the bottom line that's the law of attraction working
2: yeah totally
1: most, you know i don't know how many people sit in front of me and say well yeah i don't have self-love at all because something will come up about you know loving yourself and you know in. I'm like, gosh, don't give it energy. Start doing something every day for yourself. Devote to it, you know, devote to you. And, and there's such an absence of this understanding. You know, think about like when you go out and, you know, I see some of your posts, you're just sitting there looking out at the ocean or you're on the ocean and you're, you know, you you know, you, know, speak in the terms of higher understanding of life, whether you know it or not. I think you do know. And um, so imagine that there's so, so many people millions walking around with no no understanding of it then there's those that don't want to understand it and then there's those who are victims of you know being in environments where they're raised to be angry and fear-filled and you know racist and separated and yeah I mean oh look at the world now when you you know in the world has is full of so much beauty but we got to, that's got to get more energy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And right now, I think where we're living in this 2020 is we've seen a tip of the scale. I've been teaching and understanding, really understanding spirituality for over 25 years and practicing what I preach, you know, knowingly what I'm doing, law of attract you know, Dean, and I hope people listening understand that That separation creates such a fear and fear grows and fear creates anger and anger is really every low frequency emotion you have possible mixed into one boiling bowl and it's going to boil over and i'm seeing that right now as i'm speaking i've never used that metaphor before so i think it's interesting and we're seeing the boil over
2: yeah well here's my hope
1: or actually i mean it's
2: kind of my belief i think you know just like in personal life you got to hit bottom to really rebound and I I think that's that's where we're at right now is like uh we need that as a whole we need to reach bottom so that we can reach full enlightenment
1: well you know reaching bottom is such a human concept isn't it though do we really have to get that low you know it's just like when I mean I get it though because it is something that we're used to hearing, and I think you know. Even when we're talking about addiction, you know, they all. You know, I remember bringing a friend once to to a place to. uh, She was crashing and burning basically, and she needed to clean out and go through d- detox first before she could go to rehab. And this was so many years ago, oh my God! But I remember when me and her husband brought her there and dropped her off. Um, First, they weren't going to take her, and they we were there three hours. Finally, she went into DT's because she hadn't had a drink, and they saw that, oh, okay, we can take her now. It was so unbelievably nonchalant, it scared me that that was that easily – until she did that, she was going to be sent home, and we knew on the drive home something was going to go wrong because she could not go that long without alcohol. But when we were leaving and we, you know, said goodbye to her and she was there willingly and we were walking out and the nurse said something like uh, nothing against nurses, but this is who she was. She said, "Okay, we'll see you guys again. And I looked at her and I'm like, why are you saying? Because once you go there, then you go to rehab. You don't want to have to go to detox again. You know, anyone who understands that knows you don't want to have to. But how many she actually said, oh, she hasn't hit bottom yet. She'll be back at least three more times. Yep. Wow. I was just, I got in the elevator and just burst into tears. And I remember her husband just looking at me going, what? I go, uh, I mean, after all we had just gone through as a, fam- a friendship and family for her in the last 12 hours. And that said to us on the way out, it was, sadly, it was the truth. And it did happen exactly that way. Um, but wow why do we allow that to be the norm we should we're allowing
2: well we program people i mean think i'm going to tell you a story so when i was a teenager i was due to family uh situations i was living on the streets i ended up in juvenile hall because i was living on the streets and you know basically homeless with no parents and and when i was getting out of there one of the counselors at Juvenile Hall hands hands me this uh, pass. Like They had these passes to go places. And he's like, here, here's a free pass to come back anytime. You all come back. Like, like in other words, mm-hmm. this is what you're telling somebody that's going back out into the world. And like, you know, forget my situation, but for the most part, they're going out to rehabilitate or to build a new life or start over. And you're basically telling them that, you know, they're going to fail before they even leave the, the premises and, and you're basically programming them. And so how is that helpful? Yeah. And then we wonder why so many people incarcerated when they get back out into society that they, they don't change, you know, maybe yeah. maybe there should be work done on people like that's the other thing, even in school. Okay. You know, they always tend to help the students that don't need to help and leave the students that need to help, uh, you know, ghosted somewhere, you know, because it doesn't help their funding, especially here in Florida, because, you know, only the good students help funding. So let's work, focus on them and let's let's let the bad students like end up leaving the school so we get better funding. And it's kind of how the world works. It's so ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Well, schools, you know, they're learning that their 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 way is going to change. You know, I've always thought for years, and I don't know where it was just an intuitive feeling that there was going to be a force for a force in some way for classrooms to be smaller. And I also felt that teachers would be working in communities more like in you know somebody's you know community center in their apartment or their complex or someone's who has the big, you know, finished basement or something, you know, with groups of 10 or 12 kids. I've always felt that. And it's so interesting to see, you know, what's going on because of COVID, you know, um, that classrooms are having to be smaller. And, you know, I work in the high school three, you know, three days a week doing meditation and and it's it's five years now with a grant that the the school got. I mean, every school should have a room, a diffusing room, or a you know a chill room, or call it something where the kids want to come in and just you know do some simple breathing and learn how to manage the emotions they're having. And you know it, it it's just to watch what I see in the five years I've been there. Um, it's just humbling to see how kids will respond and you know kids need this education needs to add this in you know somehow it's it's for the future these kids shouldn't be looking at this as so stressful you know, the sad part is they are lo- missing out kids in their final years of like high school or something or are, are kind of missing out on the traditional things. But there's ways that they're figuring out to make these things happen. And I just really feel for the kids, you know, like, you you know, you brought up the kids. It's like, you know, if you're sitting there thinking you're so stressed out, you know, well, what do you think that's going to do your kid who's trying to learn with you next to them? That energy travels yeah. right to them. They think they're, you know, it, I don't know. That's this is not that's another thing making me crazy. It's like, wow, just don't, you know, you can go on Facebook and everybody's complaining about their kids on Facebook not wanting to learn. Well, maybe tell them they don't have a choice. Well, <laughs> Isn't there a way to do that as a parent? I think I've I've told my son when there was no option and he listened and did it and it was, you know, I mean, it's possible.
2: <laughs> well, listen, you know, it, it, you had me at when parents go on their on Facebook and complain. Like that's another thing and parents sitting there and complaining on social media where their kids can see it and, and like openly embarrassing and humiliating them to the world.
1: Yeah. I have seen that. I, it's very, very, very frustrating and sad to think, you know, parenting is sacred, you know, come on, parenting is sacred Um, and it needs to be treated as such or. Or, you know, we're seeing what happens if it isn't. Things got to change.
2: I don't think parents see the results of what happens when they spread their kids' business all over the place. Like, I'm not a big believer in that. Like, Mm -mm. when I was married, it used to annoy me if my ex would talk to our neighbors about something bad our kids did. Like, you know, the kid's not there to defend themselves, number one. So you're only getting one side of the story. Number two, it's like it's the kids' business. Why you, and and why would you want to make your kids look bad to your neighbors? Mm.
1: You know, well, yeah. I mean, we could say a lot about that, couldn't we? And it's sad to think. I mean, you know, like I say, I treat. I think parenting is a sacred, sacred thing, and I, I've always felt I've treated it that way. You know, it's sacred. I'm blessed, and you know, I don't know. I mean. I know there's situations where people struggle with certain behavioral stuff, but uh, I just, I've worked with some tough kids, you know, doing, in doing meditation, and I've watched a kid change in a matter of three minutes. So yeah. it's very hard for me not to believe that it can't be done or something can't change because I've observed it enough times to know, yes, it can. And it can be done in a group and it can be done because they are told that they have to just be for a little bit. They tend to adapt, but they can't adapt if we if we don't adapt or if a parent is being, you know, um, sometimes ignoring higher truths, if you will.
2: <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> well, I yeah. think it's amazing what you do because I didn't have that when I was in school. So what ends up happening when you don't have that? Either you... Lash out, or you ditch, or you know, so you mm-hmm. ditch to go somewhere. That's why kids are ditching school and going back home and smoking dope it, for the same reason. You're giving them meditation, but the meditation's a lot healthier.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, I've had more than one kid. You know, just stop and say, "Wow, I feel better," or "Wow." that was so cool. Or, you know, one kid, I don't know if I've ever shared it before, just, you know, he was six foot something. He was one of the football players. And I'm sit you know, I'm all five foot one of me. And I'm sitting in the chair by the door when he was leaving. He goes, where'd my anger go, <laughs> Mrs. Lynch? I don't feel it anymore. And he had this dumbfounded look on his face. And I go, well, I like a little crash portion when you slow and you're in a higher frequency kind of lower light that, you know, energy i said energy law of attraction come back in next day came in with five big friends (laughs) there you (laughs) go the football team and they all continued to come you know what i mean into the room so you know and and then you hear them out in the hallway that room's dope man that room's the best man that room's dope and you just go you know it's all all magic sometimes when you just give these kids what they truly need and that is the solution dean (laughs) That is
2: the solution right there. I think it holds true for adults, too. If you give people what they need and what they want instead of what you need to give them and what you want to give them, there will be a much better place here on Earth.
1: Oh, yeah. And, you know, I mean, we're evolving. You know, there's the... We're evolving. We're learning. But we really, I don't know, I just feel sometimes we're the Flintstones. We've just not moved. Well, like the quote said, you know, that quote came to me when I was meditating one day when I asked why is the world a mess? Like I, I think it was when we went back to Iraq or we went into Iraq to do some damage there because it was after 9-11. That's when it was. And I didn't have a better answer of what we're supposed to do because I really didn't. I admitted that. But I said, why is the world I feel like we're going backwards, Why? you know, whoever listens. Somebody always listens because, you know, the next day I'm washing the dishes, gazing out the window, and this emotion comes through me, and it just – gets my attention and the voice starts talking in my head. Somebody laughed at me once when I shared that on Twitter. Well, you're hearing voices. I don't know if I really want to believe anything you're saying. And I go, my voices are pretty darn good. That's all <laughs> but the the voice, everybody, you know, we're always talking in our own heads all the time. You have a higher voice, you have a lower voice. And then there's the voices that are beyond our intelligence, you know, the in, in who we are we're heard we are heard but that's what the voice said you have evolved technically but not spiritually and well, now at the same pace you have you have evolved technically but not spiritually together you are now in the consequence of it now that was what 18 years ago when did we go to well nine eleven? when was that
2: 19 years ago
1: yeah there it is so that's when i heard that i've never asked why since that moment washing my dishes the emotion that went through me when i heard that voice tell me those words i just went oh my god we have not evolved spiritually in the same level as we have technically and we're pretty technically advanced for a species and we're always going but if we lose the spirit of the the higher intelligence and the sacred intelligence behind our technology isn't equal that's when it becomes dangerous because the spirit is all those things I shared, you know about intuition and compassion. And if we have this advanced technology and we don't have an appreciation that it comes from a higher place and it's you know it's about evolution and how we can grow. Uh,
2: I think the more we so I think the more we have technology, the more we uh, float away from spirituality.
1: And actually, it was supposed to be so we could spend more time actually connecting, yeah. you know, to quieter, you know, quieter moments and stuff. And, you know, it's like, a intu- I call it intuitive intelligence. I have a little class I do on that. Intuitive intelligence is a whole nother level than just intelligence, you know. Um, somebody posted the other day on Facebook, a, a little boy, and he had, he was a little um I don't know if he was Indian or Asian, but they were, it was some different, you know, it was that. And I can remember the little boy was sitting at his school desk and he had his hands and his hands touched the book. And then they came up and he just put them onto his forehead, like at his third eye area. And it was, somebody made a comment about it. Well, you know, somebody mocked it basically. And I said, Hey, I've seen the kids in spirit doing that for over 20 years that's how they learn and they learn more and they can go to the actual teacher who may have crossed like so if someone's interested in Einstein and science they can go listen to Einstein speak in the spirit world people think that that's ridiculous some people don't but I mean i I've seen it you know and the kids in spirit say that's how we learn we we connect to the energy of those that teaching and we bring it in that's how they learn over there because there's so many young people there they're still learning you know and they try to teach that here I've worked with some kids that struggle with the ADD you know I said you want to you want to connect to the energy of what you're reading and not worry about having to memorize it and it's amazing how those little words can help so anyone listening that has a child struggling with that it's not in the little pill it's in in understanding how they need to learn well, differently.
2: I have a philosophy and then we got a uh, run, but I have mm-hmm. a philosophy about the ADD. And, you know, if it's called attention deficit disorder, hmm, maybe the solution would be to give them the attention that they need.
1: Mm, I like that.
2: I've said that for many, many years. Like mm-hmm. it just makes no sense. Okay. And you think of ADD children. What do they do? They separate them. They put them in the corner, you know. Mm-hmm. They get do they make the exact like they're dumb. Yeah, they do the exact opposite of what they actually need. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody's an individual, and you should assess every individual and even when it comes to educating them, and educate them based on their needs, not your needs of how to educate them. And that's where, like everything you were saying, I absolutely love and is the absolute solution, because you, Beth Lynch, you do find out what these kids need and provide it to them some something they're not getting anywhere else now how can people reach out to you connect with you and all that
1: other good stuff yeah, well, thank you. Go to my website, innerlightteaching.com, and of course on social media, I'm, you know, Inner Light Teachings on Facebook and my YouTube channel, Beth Lynch 444. A lot of meditations on there, and I will probably be able to announce my app the next time we talk. Should be live. So I have a meditation app, Omit. And I'm um, excited about that. And I'll have a little corner for kids to be able to go and do some meditations to help with focus and concentration. So, looking forward to that.
2: I'm excited about that app. I can't wait.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be live 11-22. So, next
2: week. All right. Week. So, cool. ready. So, let's do this. And, uh, you know, you and I will get back together in a couple weeks with uh, all you listeners. And uh, we'll... Provide some more solutions. Thank you for listening to the Adventures of Pikeman on W4CY Radio.